Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. That is a big undertaking. I'm happy to do it with my friends, Vanessa and Jackie. Say hello. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. I am the Ultimate Friends fan. I love this show. <laughs> and I'm Vanessa Martinez, and 11 episodes down, so <laughs> I'm making my way, or pivoting my way into Friends fandom. <laughs> All right, episode 11, the one with Mrs. Bing, Chandler's mom, premiered on January 5th, 1995 to 26.6 million viewers. Uh, I think that's the highest so far, isn't it? Yeah, this is this. I noticed that number. I was like, why? I wonder why it raised so high on this date, January 5th. Are people off? They're watching, you know, like TV. They're still on their holidays. Like, what's going on here? Maybe that's it. I mean, maybe it's, you know, just that kind of mid-season, you know, oomph going into the going into the second half of the season. So, yeah, know. maybe they're also getting good reviews, so a lot of people are tuning like, in. That's picking true. it up. Yeah. Word of mouth. The time. Yeah. And maybe the previews featured Morgan Fairchild, Mrs. B. Maybe. <laughs> All right, Jackie, give us an overview. Yes, yeah, so uh, Monica and Phoebe fall for a hot guy, but he lands in the hospital after they catcalled him. They woo-woo him. Um, Chandler's mom, Nora Bing, comes and visits New York City. She ends up kissing Ross, and then it causes a big breakthrough conversation with Chandler and his mom. <laughs> Who would have thought a mom would cause so much trouble? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Okay, let's compare the moms we know so far. Uh, uh... Ross and Monica's mom, Judy, yeah. and uh-huh. uh, Nora, Mrs. Bing, very different moms. Complete opposites. <laughs> and Morgan Fairchild, I, I was, she was a, I don't know why I know Morgan Fairchild as much as I do, but she was a big like sex symbol in the 70s and 80s. She was, um, on, she was on Dallas originally. She did a, the, uh, she actually played the role Jenna Wade on Dallas that uh, Priscilla Presley later played. Oh. So, and then she had her own show, Flamingo Road, which was kind of a nighttime soap like uh, like Dallas and Falcon Crest. And I think she was on Falcon Crest. But I don't know why I know so much about her, but she was a big she was a big deal in the, the early eighties for sure. That's cool. See, I only know her as Chandler Bing's mom. <laughs> so it's funny they have her playing this famous writer that everyone knows. So she is this kind of famous sex symbol, but in a different way that she was. So is she like a Susan Lucci in a way or? Oh, uh, much sexier than that. Okay. Like she was in like, I think she was in like penthouse and that sort of thing too. So she did. Yeah. And I like how, okay. If she has that persona with, you know, pop culture in that day, I like how they use that. Right. As Chandler's mom and how she's on the Jay Leno show and Chandler's watching, and then Paolo comes in, even knows who she is. Ah, Nora Bing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like she's famous, sex, sexy person. Of course, yeah. Paolo would know that because he's Mr. Hunk, you right. know? <laughs> and it's funny because I'm sure there are the children, particularly sons of sex symbols like that, who just do not know how to handle it. <laughs> yeah. And- I'm sure everyone around the world is reading Nora Bing's book, which actually doesn't exist in real life because I Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) And it just starts off again, like, why is Chandler so awkward? And now you know why. (laughs) I bought my son's first condoms, she tells Jayla now. (laughs) Just imagine all those Thanksgiving stories that, you know, 
we're happening. Poor Chandler, he's scarred. <laughs> but Nora ends up with um, a man who ends up dressing up as a woman. Right, <laughs> so, ends up being a transgender man. A woman. Yeah. A woman, yeah. It's, it's so funny. I, I just, this is, this is who Chandler is. This is why. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's awkward and geeky because of the life he grew up in. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Chandler, this is the first time we see Chandler in Joey's apartment in the series. Oh, is it? I think we saw them. Um, we see them hanging out in Joey and Chandler's apartment because we see them in the soaking episode. Right. Yeah. Oh. So. Sure, the big scene. Yeah. yeah. The major, bigger scene, yes. Hmm. So... Um, and all the, the family dynamics, we're starting to learn a little more about each character, you know, in a few episodes, we'll learn about Joey Tribbiani's dad. We already know Jack and Judy. So mm -hmm. they're expanding on, um, we already kind of, kind of know about Rachel's family. So they're expanding on all these backgrounds of these characters now. So I think just uh, Nora being is so perfect for Chandler. <laughs> but it's funny how uh, also, um, Rachel really loves Nora being in erotic novels and her her kind of fandom comes out for these novels and you, you see that throughout the episode where she even tries to write her own novel right. <laughs> <laughs> yes when Nora gives the the recipe for the novel I thought it was so good and all the funny moments come from the females in this episode as well like you get it from Nora Bing you get it from um from Rachel you know Phoebe Monica like it's all mostly on um on the females in this well it's yeah it's interesting it's about i mean my not to jump ahead but my favorite line is when uh monica goes to uh to phoebe behind you there's a guy who can break our hearts and plunge us into a deep pit of depression you know <laughs> the, the sex appeal of women uh, it comes about in this episode too through nora and through them too that you mm -hmm. know women have a sex drive and they want you know relationships and romance and and all mm -hmm. that you know, just like men do so it is yeah. And Nora's sex drive might be a little heightened because she was making out with Ross. <laughs> That's true. It was more of a sympathy kiss. I don't think it was really. Do you think they were going to, if, if Joey hadn't walked by, do you think they would have gone further? I don't know. A sympathy kiss on the lips, though? And a makeout? Well, a regular mom wouldn't do that, but Nora Bing might do that. Yeah. And, and it's. Who knows? Because they're they are like standing, they're in the restaurant, like over by the payphone, yeah. you know. So who knows if it could have gone further? Because where would you go? <laughs> the Chica's room, you know. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Ross plays a good drunk in this too, kind of like he did when he was on the uh, on the pain kills pain pills at the uh, funeral. Yeah. He has to he has to cope with seeing Paulo and Rachel all lovey dovey at the restaurant. But I also like how Nora, you know, uh consoles him and says like and she says i've paulo is a is a secondary character you're the hero and so i think that's what ross kind of really needs to hear because he's so discouraged right now with you know rachel and that's why like they both kiss each other but then joey comes in and then it's the whole dynamic of them three joey chandler and ross and it turns out to be okay because that causes the breakthrough with his mom so well, one thing's for sure, Nora is definitely good with words then. <laughs> <laughs> right? Totally, she is. <laughs> and another point I thought was very hilarious was when um, Phoebe and Monica accidentally get the 
have the guys, uh, coma guys, they call them, you know, get hit by the ambulance truck and it's taken to the hospital and they care for him and love him as they were really dating him. And they get jealous of each other because it's like, oh, what are you doing today? Did you go to the hospital? Or why is he wearing different pajamas? I like how they're fighting over him and he's not even awake. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was interesting because they almost objectify him in a way that Nora does in her novels too. Oh, good oh, point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, they do, you know, when they are looking at him in the hospital, they're like, he's a lawyer with a sculpting career on the side and he can dance. It's like they care <laughs> for him by bringing him flowers, plant, knitting him a sweater, uh, singing to him. They shave him balloons, you know, right. the whole yards for this guy that they don't even know. And then Phoebe even writes a song for him that she sings in the cafe saying, you don't have to be awake to be my man. <laughs> they project, they project what they want in a man to be on this guy. <laughs> you know, what I thought it would have been really funny though, is at the very end after the whole thing and they realize that he's not the guy they want. And then his boyfriend were to come into the, into the room. Oh, that that would have been good. good. <laughs> That's what I kept waiting to happen. Cause I don't think I ever saw this episode before. And I like how it's uh, Monica like catcalling because usually women get catcalled, and then now it's 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 Monica. It's a it's a lady catcalling a guy. I I don't think I've ever catcalled a guy. I just you know like smile and wave, but I've never been like woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackie. <laughs> I should yeah, try it. I think it should for you. I just wave. <laughs> but you are very good at striking conversations with yeah. the opposite sex, you know, yeah. break yeah, that I'm barrier. Scared of that. I, I, I've been known to be like the best wing woman or like I've gone up to tables of like guys and just start talking to them. I, that, that doesn't scare me. So maybe that's why I've never had to use a cat call. Like I remember mm. in Vegas, we're, we were celebrating a friend's wedding. We're in a bar and there's about like 20 or 30 foreign people. And uh, foreign guys, they all had um, an accent. And then they're like, Jackie, go up to them. I'm like, okay. Like, they dared me, and I did. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'll go talk to them. Like, you hey, go, Monica. Monica, do that? <laughs> that? I, no. I don't think she would because she just cat calls them. I don't know if she would. I mean, she is forward a little bit, but. <laughs> yeah, Phoebe is, she'll do anything, I feel like. <laughs> But interesting fact about Coma Guy, um, his name is David Cederholm, and he's best known for The Hunt for Red October. Uh, that was out in 1990. Um, and a uh, couple of other TV shows or movies that I haven't seen. Um, but he was also an extra in another episode of Friends, uh, the episode titled The One Where Everyone Finds Out. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. So I'll keep a lookout for him in that episode. Okay. All right. Um, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about a, an Easter egg in the, this episode. There's a little hidden jewel in this episode. We're right okay. All right. We are back with Friends with Friends. This is the, the one with Mrs. Bing, where Chandler's mother makes the appearance and... Monica and Phoebe can't call a guy and he gets hit by a bus and ends up in a coma in the hospital. So when they're at the very beginning of this episode, when Monica and Phoebe are walking across the street to the newsstand, you see in the background, the poster, Joey's VD poster is up on the wall. Oh, I didn't know 
Well, I didn't know. No, do you think that was intentional or do you think oh. that they forgot to take it down? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. I think it's probably intentional that it's still kind of lingering. You know, it was in that episode. You know how those billboards are up forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are be up forever until the until the next thing comes along. Oh, that's a good catch. That's a good catch. I never yeah. I never saw that. It was pretty funny. Really? And all of these outdoor episodes, they're all shot on the Warner Brothers lot, too. None of them actually go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fake New York. <laughs> the fake New York. Okay, what else? Uh, favorite lines from this episode? Mine would be um, with Nora Bing and her recipe for a romance novel. So you just start with half a dozen European cities, throw in 30-something euphemisms for male genitalia, and you've got yourself a book. You know, it's like, what? That's funny. That is really funny. But apparently it's not that easy because um, Rachel tries to write one, but apparently either she can't spell or she can't type. I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah, that's the final scene. (laughs) My favorite line is actually when Monica and um, Phoebe are breaking up with Coma Guy and they go, we thought you were different. I guess it was just the coma. <laughs> that is hilarious. But really, it's Monica and Phoebe because they like. <laughs> and he's like them. totally confused as to what is happening. <laughs> he has no idea who these two women are to start with and what's been going on. And he's, you know, probably got a girlfriend somewhere that is like, you know, who, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and he never gets mentioned again <laughs> until maybe we see him, you know, like you mentioned in, as the extra. But I thought it was it was just cool to see like what they project on on what their expectations are for guys, you know, because yeah. they've been disappointed so far, you know, like David and Phoebe just broke up. So it's like, you know, and Monica has had her dates with guys, but it just hasn't worked out. And so this is what they try to expect from somebody and they're both going after the same guy <laughs> which is against girl code I, i've never gone after a guy that my girl my my girlfriend is going after <laughs> that's that's why they tried to hide it that they were actually going after him <laughs> that's true <laughs> what was your Monica, favorite Monica's very competitive too so <laughs> well, i i like vanessa that you picked the one at the end of the, that relationship and i go back to the one in the beginning of it uh, behind you to Monica, Monica says to Phoebe, behind you, there's a guy who can break our hearts and plunge us into a deep pit of depression. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It probably happened, right? He totally broke their heart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, after all they did for him. After all they did for him. <laughs> and that's a sentiment that, like, after breakups, too, a lot of women kind of, you know, is. I feel like I've done so much for you and you've done nothing for me. (laughs) That's a definite like a breakup sentiment that I'm sure many women share. (laughs) I think this is a good episode for Chandler because it, it, you know, it shows him evolution. He was finally able to confront his mother and and talk to her about it. And even though we didn't get to hear all of the conversation, Mm -hmm. it sounds like they got some things out there in the opening and, you know, back to that parent-child relationship we were talking about in your 20s, you have you have expectations of your parents and they have expectations of you. And, you know, sometimes those don't always agree and you want to fight and you want to get things out and you don't understand why they're being the way they're, they're being. And then as you get older, you don't care anymore. You just want them all to be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I wonder why they didn't show that conversation. Maybe it would be too heavy or maybe it would drop too many hints 
of like Chandler's backstory or they would have to explore it more later or like I wonder why they decide not to show it. It just kind of that's a good question. Probably is to have because they they'd never forget it is a sitcom. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They never and forget it's a sitcom and there have to be jokes and it has to be funny. Yeah. And I feel like um Ross and Chandler too, like he's mad at Ross, but then Ross brings it back to him and says, you know, it was a two-way street. And then he he uh he makes up with Ross in the hallway afterwards, you know, and so kind of thanks him you know, um, for doing what he did because it, it was a breakthrough. But they made up pretty quickly. Like, I don't know if, you know, a, a female friendships, if you would be able to make up that quickly. Anybody ever made out with their friend's dad? No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's a hard no. <laughs> I would never. That's weird. Oh, my God. That would be weird. <laughs> so weird. The next episode, oh my goodness, next episode on Friends with Friends, we talk about where Rachel breaks up with Paolo and how dramatic that is. Yes. So that's exciting. If you like this episode, please subscribe, give us five star ratings, leave nice comments, follow us on Instagram, and it is Friends with Friends Podcast. Friends with Friends Podcast. We've got lots of followers. You'd be one of them. It's very exciting. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.